0: It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, Check this hey, out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast, podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hello. You
1: hype. Hello. <laughs>
0: you mad hype right now. <laughs> yeah. Super hype.
1: What? It's episode 16,
0: we here,
1: what's going on, more fire,
0: more fire, more fire,
1: it's the All Love, No Fear podcast, with your host, (laughs) Miss K, K, K,
0: K, Miss KB, hey, hey, Miss KB, hey, hey. Okay, you are, you are on one today, (laughs) let's go, let's go. Okay, how much sugar have you had? Let's talk about it. No, we're not going to talk about it. You don't want to, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a lot. And but your yes, co-host. And the co-host, the lovely Mark Metapoetic poetic Bennett. Thank you.
1: It is me. Yes. We're at episode 16. Word. Word, word, Sweet word. Sweet
0: 16. Okay. Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, we are here. We are here ready for y'all. Shout out.
0: To the Spotify family. Look at us remembering we from the beginning. And hey.
1: hey. we zooming it. Shout out to the Spotify it. family. Word. Shout out to the Apple family.
0: Yep, yep. Shout yep. out to
1: the Google Play music family. Yep. yep. Shout out to Stitcher.
0: Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to Podbean. Podbean. Shout out to Himalayas. Shout out to the website listeners. Shout out to all the people that be listening. Wherever you listen, whenever you listen. We thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate all of y'all. All of you. Y'all you are awesome. Yes, you are. You're amazing. All right. Once again,
1: if you have any topics you want to talk about, email us at alllovenofearpcast at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on the social medias, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters. The Follow us on there. Word's a big bird, We out here.
1: Yes. We are here to talk to y'all. In these streets. Word, 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 word,
0: word, word. Yes. I don't know about anybody else, but I am quite tired. <laughs> Like I am feeling. That's what I'm trying to get your hype. Let's go, hype, hype, hype. hype. You, can't, you can't not be hype.
1: Hype. You hear that voice? Hype. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hype.
0: Wow, this what we doing? Oh,
1: oh. that voice got to get hype. Hype. Wow. Let's go.
0: Wow. You are on ten right now. Yeah. And I need a smooth like six. Six? Can we do six? Maybe. Okay. Great. Great. Here we are at six. Let's nah. Great. Hype. Let's go. <laughs> Can one of Mark's friends come and get him, please? Can nah. somebody just help? It's it's, it's cool. Help me, friends. You don't have help to come me. get me. Help me, because I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't take it.
1: <sighs> we had this going to be our special episode.
0: Yes, yeah, special episode. Do you want to tell them what we're doing, or do you want to?
1: We'll do the love or lose it first.
0: Yes, let's do love it or lose it. And then we'll um, go right into the special. Why it's special. Yes. The why it's special, special. Yes. yes the do. special, special. Why it's special, special, special. I'm so special. I'm so special. So special. So special. No? Word. Okay, you didn't you didn't really give me the energy I needed for that. Word. But it's fine. Okay. So love it or lose it. Or lose it. Love it. A or lose it. lose it. Sorry. That was that was that was a lot. Uh, no one asked for it
1: we, yeah, we should we should get we gotta figure some jingles yeah yeah yeah, for sure I, um, I, I you know what it is i feel like that we did great with the intro i'm worried about the next one just being trash right like i don't <laughs> i feel like we can't i i don't i don't i don't know how consistent we are going to be with with like great
0: jingles yeah <laughs> like yeah. that
1: that first one came real quick so i'm like the next one i don't I'm yeah sure and I'm, how, I'm not
0: really interested in doing like several takes <laughs> yeah i, I don't you
1: know? i don't know how good it's going to be the next time i don't want you to be like all right this, that was trash. That was bad. Yeah,
0: like let's not. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys can offer us some feedback about whether you want a love it or lose it jingle. You may not. The, the listeners may not want that. That might be like too much jingle for them. Yeah. So you know, you know, maybe we we can we can get some some conversation going with our peeps. Word word about word, the jingle. Word. Okay, so love it or lose it this week. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying nobody's gonna leave this conversation happy. Y'all listeners probably gonna be mad. It's fine. Everybody will be fine. So. <sighs> this week, our love it or lose it focuses on black '90s movies. Okay,
1: yeah, you gotta stop hitting people's um people's memories. When you hit people's memories, they're gonna get upset. They're like, "I remember this." He's gonna come at us sideways. with My memories hurt yeah. my memories. Yeah, yeah. You be. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's that's where people get upset when you, when you attack when we attack their childhood. Well, when you, when you attack their their teenagers like when they, you you attack their... They passed. That's when they get upset. But we'll figure it out. Let's
0: go. So there are some um, black 90s movies that we all love. We all watch several times. No matter when they come on BET or whatever they come on, we quote lines from them. We stand these movies um, as black folks. So I was like, let's think about this. Because I don't like all the black movies that everybody likes. Like there are some that people swear are... Isn't it? And I'm just like, okay. They're not,
1: in your mind, they're not. In set, my mind, They're I don't, not such, isn't it?
0: Yes, I don't see it for them. Okay. So, the four on our list today Love Jones, okay. Love and Basketball, okay. Poetic Justice, okay. Boomerang, okay. Those are the four. Those are the four that I've put on the list for today. Love Jones, okay. Love and Basketball, okay. Poetic Justice, boomerang what would you love what would you lose Mark is giving me all of the cut eye right now <laughs> I'm like, all of the eye rolls all of the everything's. I'm sure the listeners are over here fighting with me right now there are many fists being shaken in the air and um, yeah I don't care I'm here to ruffle feathers to disrupt to make people uncomfortable it's my goal to bring you provocative content, get people going. Yeah, get people going. Content queen, get into me. Um. I think People are mad at
1: me Um <laughs> <laughs> Um I think that um, my lose it is, I think it's Boomerang. It's boring? Boomerang.
0: Wow, we're breaking up. <laughs> we out of, out of those four. You heard it here first. We're breaking up. I'm, Boomerang. I'm, Bruh. Go on, explain yourself. <laughs>
1: Based off the other th- other ones, I think it's I didn't realize
0: you were this garbage, but I have now heard that you are <laughs> trash. Wow. I think oh. of, I think out of those I think I I... throw the whole husband away. Like, that's crazy. Don't throw the husband away. I I didn't know I had to. I didn't bring a, a big enough trash bag to throw the whole husband away. Boomerang. Go on, go on. Let me let you get your get your get your stuff out. Yeah, go ahead. I
1: don't Boomerang was a good movie. We were just watching it so yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not taking away. It. It's not. It's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think out of uh, those four, though, because, um, like a close one right next to that is Love Jones for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I know I'm a poet, but like, it's such a corny poet movie. <laughs> it's such a corny poetry as a culture movie. So maybe, like, maybe, maybe I'll I'll put
0: Love Jones. That's better. Boomerang. Not throwing the whole husband away.
1: Boomerang is like close after, but it just, as a poet movie, it's just, it was corny.
0: So, what's your lose it? What are you choosing?
1: I'll take Love Jones.
0: Okay, great. Not throwing the husband away. Great. Carry on.
1: But close is Boomerang. Uh Boomerang's three. So, you're throwing Love Jones away? If Love Jones is four, Boomerang's three.
0: Great. You're you're throwing Love Jones away. Tell us more.
1: (laughs) Oh. Don't give me that side eye stroke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so flabbergasted at your choice. <laughs> not flabbergasted, Mark. I could not believe you. Boomerang. Right. <sighs> so Love Jones, you would you would lose. My lose. Oh well. Like, oh no, it, no, go ahead. Yeah, Continue.
1: I, I I think just as like that's when like everyone was like feeling like they were mad deep all the time and mm, poetry. It was like, it was it was annoying. It was it was quite annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was quite annoying. Um, where everybody thought there was deep with with the with the bad poems of Love Jones.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean shout out to Lorenz Tate and Nia Long who still look great after all these yeah, years. Which, which is which is cool kudos. But yeah.
1: Yeah. And like we we, we had to deal with like the fake deep people for years after that movie. For years.
0: Yeah, I'm like, how many? They, they, how many they, people started open they, mics because of that?
1: They affected us for years, right? <laughs> and people going to open mics like, mm, I'm about to get these people. I'm about to about to get myself a spouse with this poetry. Look, listen to my poetry voice. Listen to my poetry
0: voice. <laughs> is is
1: that your poetry voice? No, that was not my poetry voice. But, I just, I wasn't sure. But that's that's how they came in poetry, and it was yeah. it was it was quite annoying. Yeah, and never yeah. had the same same voice. It was it was really annoying. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 why I might lose it. Is that people might be upset, but as a as a poet, that though, I that was it was it, it bothered me a lot <laughs> that everybody everybody came out the gates trying to be deep and they were just they, they weren't that good. They weren't that good at all.
0: Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, I mean,
1: whole pockets of just bad poets. Yeah, whole pockets. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, there was one scene, I can't remember what it was, when, like, Nia, like, I guess right before she was getting ready to leave town, and she came up there with that poem. I said, girl, that poem is so struggle. <laughs> There's so much struggle in this poem. And, like, I guess in the moment, they really thought it was popping, but I just was like, ooh, this... Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, like, what what I usually use, <laughs> we used to do this in college all the time, is, like, do the um, poem from, um, um, I think from a Cosby show. It was like, a wet pelican walks with a gated limp, but a dry fish swims alone.
0: Why? <laughs> For what? For what? What is the reason? Mm, wet pelicans. Wet pelicans. Leave me alone. <laughs> Everyone needs to leave me alone. Mm, I don't you see have how, time. You
1: see what I did there with wet pelicans and gated limbs? You see what I did there?
0: Sure. You, sure. You ever
1: thought about dry fish swimming? You ever thought about that?
0: <laughs> Have you thought about this one being why. garbage? <laughs> Have <laughs> you thought about that? If
1: you've thought about it then maybe you, you, you haven't thought about it.
0: Because there's th- the, why would
1: I? The dry fish swimming alone you never thought about why, it. Why would the dry fish? You never about it. <laughs> <laughs> you never put that in your mental.
0: In my third eye? Is is it
1: in your mental?
0: Is it in your mental? Are you giving me that new math? (laughs) That new math. (laughs) The
1: mathematics. Is it in your mental? Oh,
0: God. No, thank you. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm going to vote hard no on that. Hard no. For sure. Hard no. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want can we it. just
1: have a conversation about, like, bad poems? Can we, just, we, we can. <laughs> of, like, of, of, can. Of, 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 like, things that people do badly with poetry. Like, when they keep, keep using nation over and over. Because this nation got condemnation <laughs> from the
0: indiscrimination. This is why I don't ever want to go to poetry. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go to open mics. Like, this is legit why I don't want to go. Because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get, and I'm not doing that with anybody. I am not coming outside of my house with my good clothes and combing my hair to be doing that with people. No, thank you. You can keep it. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Because you know, we go to an open mic and somebody start doing that. I'm looking at you like so this because Hawaii these me outside? United States
1: are not United States. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yo, why people gotta do so much? Why do you gotta drag it like that? United. Good think, God. Of, think of that united. It got
1: five letters. <laughs> five letters. You know what also has five letters? Not united. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's like It's 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 really, oh, I, I, I,
0: I, leave me alone. Stop harassing. If you have Stop poems harassing. like this, I apologize this for, I
1: apologize for making fun of you for the oh, poems God. you have.
0: But. I'm not apologizing for laughing because it's trash. <laughs> I said what I said. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was a good key key there, honey. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think uh,
0: all of this bad is? poetry is love. Joe's fault.
1: Yeah. Let the
0: poetry burn at both ends. That's fine. All of all of that. All of that. Let's uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> um I, are you done poet poeting? Poeting. Yes, are you done poeting? I'm done poeting. Great. Po- okay. Poeting. That's, that's probably like another like poem influence there. Poeting. You, know? you, you don't you don't poet? No, I do not. <laughs> do not poet. Poet. It's not my ministry. Don't poet. Um so my lose it. Oh. Um. um hmm. Love and Basketball Okay I think that movie is corny I think everything about it is corny I mean kudos to the child actors you know Kyler Pratt and them but like the whole premise of this movie is corny it's me. and I cannot for the life of me figure out why people love it so much I
1: think Love and Basketball is one of those movies where you go back now you're like, mm, what were we doing? Why were we excited about it? Like, what's one of those movies where, like, yeah. at the time, people were like, oh, shoot, it's crazy. They both play basketball. Let's date. <laughs> it's crazy. That never happens. And then now you're
0: like, all right, that's. Like. They, they,
1: they didn't try that hard.
0: <laughs> like, I, I said 90s movies. It actually came out in 2000. But anyway, same same difference. It came out spring 2000, so I'm going to count it as the 90s. Whatever. But I just, even when I saw it, like, back then, I was like, Okay, like I, it just didn't move me and like resonate with me the way that it resonates with other people. Like people, other people say and basketball is like in the black movie canon of excellent black movies, and I'm just kind of like, ugh.
1: When you think about excellent black movies,
0: it's not, ex-
1: excellent is, is relative to when you heard it, yeah. when you when you watched it. I think that's people have to remember that too. Yeah, like because there's like there's a lot of movies and shows you listen look, like we, i think people talk about music too it's like certain things you like listen to it now you're watching now you're kind of like
0: that was watching hot not, garbage this, year,
1: this, was, this was trash
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like like love and basketball is like i don't think the movie is badly acted or any of that i don't think i think that i just am like this movie like i guess because it's so hyped and i just don't see it i'm like oh don't get me wrong Love Jones is right there because I cannot suffer that terrible poetry. I just cannot, <laughs> cannot, 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 cannot. But I feel like I would rather watch Love Jones than watch Love and Basketball if I was given a choice. I'm not really into it like that. I'm like, all right, yeah, they they both play basketball. Okay. He was I, acting like a petty betty. When you
1: think about that, I guess, I guess Boomer is number three. I guess. Okay, I'll take it.
0: Husband not being thrown away. Praise God. What I think
1: think about Love and Basketball? Yeah, I'm like,
0: "Mm, I don't know. Like, it just, I don't see it for the movie. Like, and the reason I thought about it, like, I was watching something on YouTube, and like, you know how they have the ads? Like, I guess some some channel is getting Love and Basketball coming to their channel, and they were just showing the previews. And she was like, one on one game, me and you. I want to play. He's like, for what? She's like, for your heart. I said, all right.
1: And that's what's the, I Y'all I, I, got to get off my TV. I, I think I racist. didn't I didn't put Love and Basketball in this class. Y'all have to. Because I, I just remember when I was young. Like, because I, I was in high school?
0: Yeah, probably. So I was
1: like, it, it, sounds, it sounds cute in high school.
0: Like, legit? Like, I
1: just. But like, I, as, as an adult, it sounds terrible.
0: Like, my level of annoyance with it just was like. <laughs> it sounds cute in high school, though. Throw it away. It like,
1: when you're in middle school and high school, it, it sounds cute.
0: It's precious. I guess it does. I just kind of was like, okay, that's yeah. fine. And it's like, love- I think
1: I, think I remember it back then, but it, 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 if you're talking about it in terms of watching it now, I don't understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like, like I said, when I first saw it, like maybe like 01 or 02, it had been out for like maybe like a year by the time I saw it. I still was like, okay. I was not, and I thought maybe it's because I'm not into basketball, but generally I just don't like that movie. <laughs> I'm not, I don't yeah. care. I don't like it that much. Um, yeah, I know people are probably going to be trying to fight me, but I said what I said. I stand by it. I don't. I'm not here for it. Um, what about your love? It What's poetic love justice. It? Only thing poetic left. justice. You're right. is you left. Okay. Why do you love poetic justice?
1: Oh, it's great. Um, outside of the Danny Jackson, and Tupac is a.
0: It's all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: You don't like Johnny Jackson, Tupac movie? <laughs>
0: it's fine it's fine I don't hate it it's fine like I I would definitely rather watch it than Love and Basketball for sure 100% yeah I
1: I, I think um, I think I think what 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 you um, I think the concern was was when you when you gave me um, the names Boomerang came out in 92 Mm -hmm. so it came out in 92 and like it was one of those movies where, like, when that came out, how old that? I was, like, seven?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: So, like, it was mostly for, like, people who were older. hmm So, it, it didn't hit me too later on when I watched it when I was older.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Poetic Justice came out what year?
0: Like, 90. It had to be, like, 95 or 96. It came out in 93. 93?
1: Okay. It came out in 93, but it was, it was, I felt like it were younger people, and it was more focused on younger people. Mm-hmm. On your on your on a younger generation. Okay. So I think I um, because Boomerang was a lot older. Uh-huh. I think like people were older in the movie, and it was I, so I, I think that's what really what it was. Okay. Um. I I, I think Boomerang is geared for an older audience.
0: Mhm. It's a, it's a grown folks movie.
1: Correct. So I think that's that's I think that's the reason why I um, when you first said it I I was like yeah not Boomerang. Okay. Because I remember when I saw it, mm-hmm. when I saw I was younger, I was like, "Yeah," but I was younger also. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, my love it is is boomerang. Yeah, I know.
1: Um. I, 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 figured, I figured that when you got when you got so adamantly angry when I said it,
0: I was like, "Excuse me," because we were just watching it last night too. But I feel like I saw boomerang like when I was young, like at an age I definitely should not have watched boomerang, but like <laughs> it was on at um. My cousin's house, and I think her mom was watching it. Who's my godmother? And I think I just sat there and watched it too. So it's been one of those movies that, despite me being entirely too young to have seen it, I liked it when I saw it. Um, I think I remember thinking um, Eartha Kit was like super funny. Um, as an adult, I realized that she's a predator in that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I just I just really enjoy boomerang. I just I like. I like Eddie Murphy as an actor, I really, really do. Um, and you know, I like I just like the fashions of that time. Like those big shoulder pads and oh my god. <laughs> like I live. It gives me so much life. And I like the storyline of the of the of the movie. Like it's just it keeps it keep that movie kept me entertained. Um you had and you had like so many like just amazing Grace Jones is in that movie. And Grace Jones is like legit just ugh, I live. I live for Grace Jones. She is just huh she is just so she's jamaican and i feel like when you say that that explains grace jones just like i don't give a good hoot about what anybody thinks about anything i'm gonna be out here giving my best androgynous face i'm gonna be giving you fashions i'm giving you looks i'm giving you i'm just giving you everything you're going to deal with it and i'm like you're right You're right. You're right. Um, I think I also like the movie, too, because, like, I actually enjoy Martin's comedy quite a bit. And him being in the movie definitely provides, like, great, like, comedic relief. Um, And then I just, I love young Halle Berry. Like, she's so beautiful. And I was just watching it last night and being like, oh, my God. Like, she looks amazing. And then you got Robin Givens in there. Like, it was truly, like, just, like, Tisha Campbell was in there. Like, it's just peak, like... 90s blackness that just makes me happy and it reminds me of like all of the shows that kind of came after it like you know the martin show and um what's the other ones like the living singles and those types of shows that kind of jump-started off of like you know something like boomerang showing like black professionals like in the workplace and you know their whole love life situation so like I just I just feel like Boomerang is lit and they remade it um recently um on BET I don't know I don't think it's as good as the original as the movie but I mean it's a TV show so I don't really know how much comparison is possible but um you know nobody's Eddie Murphy or or um Robin Givens nobody can capture those two but uh, yeah Boomerang is my favorite of these four um poetic poetic justice I'm sorry is a second
1: yeah i i think i and even in terms of poetry i like the poetry more in poetic justice than oh
0: that is significantly
1: better yeah poetry. I, I think that's kind of what it is also i like Significan- the po- I, like, I like the poems a lot more there
0: yeah cuz my god love jones was struggling with poems. <laughs> like i can't get over how trash it was like, I almost didn't watch Love Jones because I was just like, we're not doing this as poems. I'm not.
1: are <laughs> not doing this as poems? No.
0: No, we're not. I have been to too many New Yorican cafes. I've been to too many Women of the World Poetry. So I've been to too many things where I've heard amazing poems to be doing this with somebody. No, sir. I've heard, I've heard more amazing poems from, like, kids. From, like, 13-year-old children. At this point, you would have been on Love Jones really slaying. Because your poems are, like, significantly better, babe. Significantly. (laughs) If they remake Love, Jones, I think you should audition so that they can have some good poetry. Because I don't want to watch nothing. If they remake that, I'm not doing that poetry with them. That's for sure.
1: They should have better poems.
0: Yeah. I don't have time. Uh -uh. No, man. No, man.
1: Yeah. No, man. Work. Not going to do it. I'll get get, uh, Miss River, Erica Buddington.
0: Yes. Get Get her in there. Get Erica. Get Ashley in there. Because Ashley be, like, snatching my edges repeatedly. Yeah. I'm tired of her. Hey, Ashley. Ashley Lumpkin. She be snatching my edges yeah. repeatedly. If,
1: this just FYI. If you need some good poetry, those those two two of my friends. I call them my friends so they don't forget that they're my friends when they get famous. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. So, <laughs> but we we know them in real life. Yeah, like real life. Um, Erica Buddington, check her out. Fly poet. Ashley Lumpkin, check her out. Fly
0: poet. Word. Like, yeah, yeah. We know so many like popping poets.
1: Word. Yeah. That's why I can't. I, which, 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 like I think um, going to Hampton University because these people I knew from Hampton, I think going to Hampton made me like made, made me mad poet poet, poet bougie. Yeah. Because like there was like phenomenal people who were there, mm-hmm. so like seeing other people when they did perform, I'm like, eh, but I was in school with these phenomenal people. You're not that good at all.
0: Yeah, like you're actually, actually, actually kind of basic.
1: Yeah, and then like my friend Io was phenomenal, and then it was it was like a, it was a couple of people who were just phenomenal poets that like I'm like eh. Yeah, these
0: people are basic,
1: basic. they're not that, they're not that good <laughs>
0: they're not which is stress inducing yeah especially when I think the worst is when somebody hypes you and yeah. tells you that somebody's about to be, and then you'd be sitting there like now I'm not a poet I will never ever sit up here and act like I know what it's like or, or like I know that it's easy because I, poetry is actually my least favorite part of the whole canon of English literature. There's a lot of things I'm willing to do. I'm willing to do plays. I'm willing to do short stories. I'm willing to do non-fiction, fiction essays. All those things. A poem. I'm good love. Enjoy. Um, I don't have any interest in writing them. <laughs> I don't particularly have interest in like studying them in the way that um English literature programs would have you study them,
1: which I don't like that's another r- i I don't like when they do that either yeah because like <laughs> they were like this person must have meant this r- reality a lot I'm of like times. in reality, a reality a lot the of author
0: times, said that that's what they meant nobody knows
1: a lot of times we don't we don't be that deep we just be saying stuff and if you're like oh shoot it was crazy how you said this You meant this' we're like oh i did oh shoot yeah I did mean that like no that's, one said that that's what i meant yeah that that thing yeah like i, I think that. i think it, it
0: <laughs> they be dragging it and reading mad enough into it and that to me is a little annoying
1: did you see that um that meme of um someone um someone saying like oh i think this um poem means this and someone commented was like oh no i don't, I don't think it means that i think it means this and the person was like now nah, you don't understand what it means They were like but i wrote the poem i know
0: Yes, I wrote it, so I would be <laughs> I would be correct, in assuming that I know what it's supposed to be about.
1: And I think that's one meme of like someone like saying J.K. Rowling. Do you know what she was talking about about, about a Harry Potter character? She was
0: <laughs> she was like she was like I'm J.K. Rowling. I I, 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 wrote, so I, wrote, wrote, so I wrote the so whole thing, the whole that the Fantastic <laughs> Beast. I've written the whole thing, sis. Like I know, <laughs> I know of that which I speak.
1: Just, I'm, I'm glad you researched it, but I I actually wrote it.
0: Right. So yeah,
1: everything. You you can can research all you want what I say is still is still factual
0: right like what that's what's in the book so you're just gonna have to deal with this um yeah I still am a slight bit upset with you for making me take that poetry class when I was in my master's program (laughs) (laughs) I should not have listened to you I know I don't I'm not interested in poetry and we weren't even reading like fun poetry we were reading like Nathaniel Hawthorne I no no just no okay Mm -mm. no thank you it was a torturous torturous semester and I should not have listened to you. <laughs> I should have just gone and done the Caribbean literature what, class. What, what I what
1: I was really wanting to do is do a creative writing class. I don't I don't really want you. I'm not I'm not. How do I really? Which want you I to
0: have, do... and I have enjoyed that. That was fun, the creative writing class. But this that poetry class, and it wasn't the professor. It just was I. Ooh, all of that deep diving into poems is just like oh, well, why do they use this word and. Why do they use, like, this, like, tempo when you, like...
1: <sighs> and me being a poet knows that, like, sometimes it's a deep meaning, sometimes, sometimes it's not. not.
0: <laughs> and I'm just, like, I felt, like, it's not I felt like the whole class, he was dragging it for no reason. I was just like, I don't really feel like he's really trying to say all of this. I feel like he's literally just trying to say a chicken cross the road. I don't feel like the chicken is a metaphor for, like, America and civilization. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see all that. I don't. And that is exhausting to me. So I just... That class is torturous. I think I ended up withdrawing because I just couldn't... I couldn't pick it. Yeah. Or I think I just took it incomplete and was like, we'll, we'll figure something out, but I can't. I can't do this right now. Word. It was the worst. Like, of all the classes I took in that program, it was the worst. And it wasn't a professor. I thought he was really good and really... him. He himself is actually a pretty good poet, the professor for the class, but that... The stuff he was reading, I couldn't take it. Ezra Pound... I don't know, Ellie. Like, I don't want to do any of that. Leave me alone. <laughs> and maybe for the English nerds, I apologize if I offend you, but like I can't. No, no yours
1: have different. You you can do other ones. You don't do poetry,
0: right? Okay. Like if we were doing like a book of like, um, Saul Williams poems, I might be a little more interested, but. To, and even then, I'd be like, "All right, we gotta stop dragging it. Let's let's get Saul on the internet because Saul gotta know <laughs> what this is about. Cause we we're not gonna drag this to the death. We're just we're just not. And I think I think that's my problem with it. I just it, people just be like reaching for like meetings. and it's just like I don't. And I, I feel like know. sometimes
1: authors they be like when someone says a meeting like yeah that's a meeting we're like let's put that in my repertoire that that's what it means. let's <laughs> that's, put the, that's... let's start saying that's what it means now because that's mm-hmm. apparently what they think right
0: because <laughs> that is not how far I was going with it but sure guys sure
1: sometimes poems don't be as deep as you think they are
0: but uh-uh.
1: you make it in deep and they were like all right I guess I guess that's what from now on that's what it means. <laughs> from now on, that sounds great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, that's that's not at all where I was going with this, but if that's what the people say they think it means, it actually sounds better than what I had in mind, (laughs) so we'll just go with that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, I may have gotten to a whole poetry conversation off of, like, Poetic Justice of Love Jones. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's an important conversation. Word. No bad poetry 2019, or further than that. Just no bad poetry. Word. Or at least, like, being shared, like, with people. No, nobody wants to hear bad poetry being shared
1: okay so let's um let's move forward
0: yes so moving forward maybe we're being a little judgy and being a little perfectionistic and judging the, the people with the bad poems but whatever um so <laughs> I'm trying to be a segue queen here
1: um but yeah like we um but yeah this, this is a special episode because today we're going to review a book a book? yeah we're reviewing a book today um we're not gonna review. We're gonna review the first three chapters Word. this time, just to so give an intro. We'll review um, more later on down the road, mm-hmm. but we're just gonna give you a hint of this book. Um, this book is called
0: "The Paradox of Perfection."
1: The paradox of perfection. Yep.
0: How embracing our imperfections perfects us, and it's by two gentlemen, um, Jeffrey S. Reber, PhD, LPC and steven p moody lcsw um lpc i don't know what that means Um, i'm gonna google that um oops my tablet fail uh lcsw uh that stands for licensed clinical social worker if i'm not mistaken shout out to all the social worker fans shout out steven hey steven hey terry hey, all the other social workers that we don't...
1: I know we would be shouting at our friends like, yo, yo, you have no idea who these people are. Y'all don't be knowing. Which is <laughs> completely fine. You don't, you don't actually have to know who they are.
0: Like, <laughs> that's, that's 100% fine. Yeah. Um, we won't judge. Um, hey, Faith, you a social worker? Um, again, you don't know who that is, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, unless you're Faith, which is, you know, cool. Anyway, um, so these two gentlemen wrote a book about um the paradox of perfection especially from the uh christian um perspective um lpc stands for licensed professional counselor i had to have to do my googles because i didn't know what that meant um so the book is like seven chapters long it's about how many pages is this book like a little like 145 pages so it's a quick read it's a quick read um mark and i just decided it's a lot to try to cover the whole book in like one one sitting so we're going to break it up into two two, Um, so we basically read like half um, and we're going to talk about the other half like next week probably Um, so the table of contents I'll just read it to you so there's an introduction then chapter 1 perfect and Christian chapter 2 the language of perfectionism and excuse me chapter 3 talks about be ye therefore perfect which is um, taken from the bible verse Matthew 5 verse 48 which is saying something to the effect of um, be um therefore perfect as your father in heaven who is perfect oh, they, they have it there they, they have it listed I'll get the actual verse. yes mark mark will do his uh his do his googoos and get the actual verse and then um the following chapters um chapter four talks about uh A more perfect marital union. Chapter 5 talks about parental perfection. Chapter 6 talks about the perfecting of the saints. And Chapter 7 talks about a perfect world. So we'll get into the last three chapters um, later. Matthew 5, verse 48. But um, yeah, that's basically what the book is about. Mark's going to read the verse.
1: Yes, the verse is, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect.
0: Yes. And that's what version? King James, New International? NIV. NIV. Okay. Okay. Um, So, yeah, basically, um, the book talks about, you know, how in this world um, that we live in, there's this constant... pressure that people feel to be perfect and you know we can see this from like social media and how everything is so curated and you you don't really get like quote unquote candid photos like nobody really posts like a photo that they just took as a candid like you edit those you kind of flip through all your pictures to decide which one is like the best looking candid of you which is really not kind of how candid is supposed to work (laughs) but we (laughs) what we've because of not because of social media but I think in response to social media um, we have um tried a lot, tried our best to um, curate our lives in such a way that it doesn't look like we're experiencing any difficulties or any struggles or um, that we just want to put on this like kind of perfect image for people. And I mean, I get on one hand that, you know, you don't want everybody being all in your business and knowing all your stuff because everybody doesn't need to know everything. So there is a a line between like being open and, you know, kind of keeping certain things private and close to the chest, which I understand. But I think as they say in this book and what I've been thinking about is that a lot of that is driven by this desire to appear perfect to other people um, around us. And, um, you know, uh, they talk about how we like exercise that perfectionism in all parts of our lives like they talk about even when we go to church we like get all gussied up and you know make sure that we're dressed perfectly and if you have kids that you know can act up telling them you know don't be acting up and embarrassing me at church um you know you put on the fake smile and say you're blessed and highly favored when someone asks you how you're doing even though your house is in foreclosure and you like on the brink of divorce Um, You know, um, we're just so afraid of people seeing who we really are and potentially judging us or criticizing us that we just keep up with this uh, fake uh, perfectionism. And, you know, meanwhile, we're dying on the inside. Um, So that's basically what the book is sort of looking at and helping us unpack the concept of perfectionism as Christians and helping us to see how unproductive that is to our relationship with god
1: Right. um i i think this um this book is interesting um even like the context of like how they wrote it because like there's certain parts where like the w- words are kind of wacky mm-hmm. how it's laid out yeah and i think that kind of plays into how they wrote the book mm-hmm. because like it played into my perfection of like hey what, what's what's going on why is this where's the editor
0: yeah, like, I was reading it, and I think I got up and showed it to Mark, like, are my eyes doing something weird, or are these words, like, a little janky looking?
1: Yeah, but I think it was to, to play into that, and it, it, it's it's interesting. It's a very interesting book, because, mm-hmm. like, we kind of, um, and it, it gives off like, you have the um reason, I think it's in chapter one, mm-hmm. the reasons that we, people give when someone says, has an issue with being perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the reasons were, and I think these reasons, we kind of all, so basically, it's basically saying, you have somebody who is, like. I have an issue with being perfect, and like it's, it's, it's depressing me.
0: Right, like my, my pursuit of perfectionism is like stressing me out and making me feel bad.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm being frustrated, and you have that person saying that, and what they said is like there's a couple of themes and things that we say to this person, and in our mind we're trying to say this to comfort the person, but in mm-hmm. reality it kind of just feeds more into their anxiety. Right, right. Um, the first theme that they said was nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, so when someone says that, so we all like nobody's perfect, which is cool, and everything. But if we go hand in hand with that verse, when um, basically saying God says be perfect, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it does not. It it, it, it it still contradicts what's being there. It's going like we're saying like, oh, I would never make it. So yeah. like that hurts my anxiety because like saying like oh, nobody's perfect, so that, that means like.
0: Like, I'm never going to achieve this thing that God has commanded me to do. So I'm just, Correct. like, a colossal failure.
1: So now, we're, oh, so we're just, we're just all miserable. Right. Okay, that, that's cool. That's not, it's not making it. And especially with the concept, of, like, God wouldn't do anything to say, to do something we can't achieve. So now you just making me miserable that way. Mhm. Um, Theme number two is that perfection is a goal, not an expectation. And the, basically, it's, it's saying, like, it's not, in the verse, it didn't say god is saying become perfect he's saying perfect so mm-hmm. it's like is that re- are you really saying that or
0: <laughs> right like it, it creates this confusion about like what's happening so you're like
1: and i and i, I I've, I've said these things yeah I've, like so like these, these are things like I, i've said through like perfections to go expectation like when someone says should we be perfect? like no it's just expectation which is something i've said and the reality is that counter counters mm-hmm. <laughs> what it's saying if we're using that in literal yeah right Thing number three, it says, come unto Christ and he will perfect you. Yeah. Which I understand, like, I, I've, I've probably said this one too, mm-hmm. where it's kind of say, like, oh, you're not really perfect. Like, God will help perfect you. What, what that? But now that's saying, if I don't act right, that mean that Christ is not in me? Right. <laughs> right. So now, like, you're discouraging a person saying, oh, Christ must not be in me because I'm not doing it correctly.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, Thing number four says, all we can do is our best and Christ will take care of the rest. Um, I, I've definitely said that
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, because I've already let go of the concept that uh, perfect is is ever going to happen. Yeah, but I, I still did. I still did like they said in the book. Feel like, oh my God, I'm trash because I still I still can't get right. Yeah, because
1: I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not doing I'm not doing because pr- doing your best doesn't really mean that <laughs> I'm not doing what best I can. Right, because like it still falls into that perfectionist mindset. So, like, what it says is, for the perfectionist, doing your best and being perfect are synonyms. Mm-hmm. So, when you try to console perfectionists by telling them to do the, all they can, you essentially tell them to be flawless mm-hmm. and only reinforcing their frustrations over falling short of that ideal. Right. <laughs> and, like, before I continue, like, this whole concept is basically saying we have this... um. We have this societal to pressure to be perfectionists mm-hmm. as Christians and mm-hmm. what we're doing and in, how we and, and in how general, we move yeah. mm-hmm. and like because that, that's the, that's
0: the standard that people hold us up to and I don't know if the standard is something that we created and told people that this is what you should hold us to or if it's something that was created by the outside world and Christians have taken it on because
1: I think it's both, yeah. I think it's both. It's, um, which came first, the chicken or the egg? All right. <laughs> Um, number five is that the devil is a source of discouragement and guilt about being imperfect. Mm-hmm. It says, but this attempt at reassurance is confusing for perfectionists, like someone who said it, because the perfectionist is struggling with things that God has said about perfection and commended of us, not what the devil has said.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like people would say that all the time. So, like I, I've said, it, heard it before. Like, oh, you're you're just frustrated because the devil is doing it. so. Like, because the devil's
0: busy. Yeah. Dev is trying to bring
1: you down. Um, theme number six, the last the last one, is perfection actually means being whole, complete, and finished. Um, a final common theme in this advice given to perfectionists focuses on the translation of the word perfect in 548. A number of advice givers note that the word used in the original Greek does not connote flawlessness, but rather completion and wholeness. And a lot of people think, like, oh, if I say it that way, it might comfort them also. Mm-hmm. In reality, <laughs> it doesn't matter which of these two definitions is used. Trading one impossible ideal for another is cold comfort to perfectionists. Mm-hmm. All right. And leaves the questions at the heart of the paradox of perfectionism firmly in pace. Why would Christ command us to do something we cannot do? Why would he command us to do something that in- inevitably leads us away from him? And like this, this all becomes a um, concern because. It, like the book even goes through the concept of saying, um, our goal is to be perfect in everything. But when we're perfect, to the point that that means we're like God, mm-hmm. so, so does that mean that we will need God then?
0: Right, because if you're perfect, what do you need grace. God for? Because if you're perfect, you need, grace, perfect, what do you you need are mercy are. for. Yeah, because like it says in the book, if you're perfect, you are a God yourself. Yeah. So what's what would be the point of being a Christian and needing a savior? if you are already for all intents and purposes god Perfect. yeah so i thought that was really interesting i also thought too at the beginning of this chapter when they talked about um it was kind of like a little perfectionism quiz almost um and you know it was asking me to put check marks next to items that you uh agree with that you kind of subscribe to when it comes to perfectionism so it
1: basically saying if you check most of these most likely you you might not even if you don't call yourself a perfectionist, you mm-hmm. fall into the ideals that you feel like perfection should right.
0: be. So I just wanted to, to read them to folks. So there are they are. I often feel guilty when I make a mistake. Failure is not an option. Nothing feels worse than knowing that something I did wrong caused another person to suffer. The world would be a better place if everyone did everything right. God is happier with me when I commit fewer sins. I really, I rarely feel truly good about myself. I tend to focus on the flaws that I can see in myself and or others. I believe society is better off when people pursue perfection. I have used the words, nobody's perfect, to console myself or someone else. If it, was po- if it was possible, living a life without sin would be the best kind of life to live. I would like to be free of my weaknesses. I know I am making progress in life if I am reducing the number of errors and failures I commit.
1: Um, and and that's not saying having those feelings is incorrect mm-hmm. what it's saying is when you have um, the more of those you check off the more you believe in a perfectionist mindset
0: right <laughs> and you know in the book they talk about like you know how we learn as you know people and how we learn to express ourselves and you know we op- as they say we operate in this language of perfectionism like all those words and all those uh Uh, statements that I just read off were really grounded in the language of perfectionism because it's like acknowledging that there's something wrong and if I could just get it right I would be perfect and you know I like how the authors of the book put it it's like this language of perfectionism is really a fantasy of flawlessness like there is no no Um, This this language of perfectionism is really um, grounded in in the fantasy of believing that flawlessness can exist in the form that we are in right now on this earth. And so um, it's really about, you know, defined as being free of faults and having the characters flawlessness. Um, relentless pursuit of flawlessness coupled with an intolerance for error in oneself or others um, measuring of self-worth and well-being according to the success of one's pursuit of flawlessness and never feeling truly good about oneself because flawlessness is is an ideal that inevitably in uh, inevitably why can't I talk eludes us all. Um so yeah that's basically all of this language that we're using I know I'm making progress if I'm reducing the number of errors I'm making in life like that's all about this like getting to this fictional um idea of being perfect or flawless that just doesn't exist and never will because um that's just not how we're built and so you know I think a lot of this language that we use um and the words that we speak about this type of stuff really contribute to a lot of the high levels of anxiety and depression and stuff like that that we're seeing in people. Because the stress of trying to to fit this narrative of perfect that we have somehow contorted ourselves into believing can be achieved is having a really negative impact on our lives. And we're not, quote unquote, living our best lives like mm-hmm. The, all of this that we're doing, God has to be up in heaven looking like, but then nobody tell you to do all that. Why are, you, why are you giving yourself gray hairs and making yourself bald and, like, stressing yourself out, trying to be this thing that I never asked you to be in the first place?
1: Yeah, I, and I think um, this kind of sums up because, like I said, the the concern, and I'm sure um, all the people who the Bible scholars will kind of address, is, is, that, um, is that verse. Mm-hmm. The verse says um be be perfect as I follow access to, and the question is perfect in what what does that perfection perfection um look like right and I think that that is where the concern is and I think um the book kind of addresses that if I trying to use what, what context um that it's perfect in love mm-hmm. yeah and per- perfect in love and how uh, and
0: how we treat other people like that's correct. the perfection that God is asking um from us. That's what they're saying. Not the perfection of not sinning, not doing things wrong, but the perfection of God loves us perfectly. God doesn't care whether we love him or not. He doesn't care whether we're like, you know, the best person on earth or whether we're the worst person on earth. He loves us period. And so the expectation is that we're supposed to show that kind of love to other people around us and that's the perfection that God is looking for. Word. Um I like how in the book they say in your heart of hearts at the end of the day, you must decide what you want most, Christ or flawlessness. You cannot ultimately be both a Christian and a perfectionist yeah. for no man can serve two masters. And they kind of they quoted that Matthew six twenty four. So it's like so they're like basically like, which one is it? Are you going to be a Christian or are you going to be perfect? Like which one what you trying to do? Because yeah. you can't do both. Um, you know, and then they also talk about. I, this line, this um, quote I underlined because it really stuck out to me. Either our perfection separates us from our Lord or our, imperfection, or our imperfection separates us from our Lord. Why would Christ who has commanded us to come unto him also command us to pursue something that will ultimately lead us away from him? And it's like it's so true because when we're pursuing this idea of being perfect and. Doing everything right, we're making that our God. We're making our obsession with being perfect our God. We're not even focusing on our actual who we're saying is our actual God. We're making this this pursuit of being perfect to God and to whoever our God. We're making that an idol. And I didn't really think of it like that till I read that, and I was like, wow, like it's so easy to make other things an idol, and it's like you don't even realize. A lot of Christians don't even realize. That this obsession with perfection is leading them to make that an idol instead of the God that they're trying to be perfect for. Work, which is like that, just blew my mind. I was like, "Oh my God, that's insane! That's absolutely bananas!"
1: Yeah, and they, I think they, um, they also in the book they used a parallel from the Pharisees and mm-hmm. how like um. Their 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 issue with Jesus was Jesus was his person, mm-hmm. and it was a being that they realized that they could not meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could mm-hmm. not meet that level of perfection. Right, but also, um, I think they, they they said that what we what we tend to do, which is wh- when it comes negative, is when we we start counting our like we do all these things right. Mm-hmm. we say we, we we're, 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 we're we're at least we're getting better we're doing closer so we start um, demeaning the people we feel aren't as perfect as we are right and everything so it becomes this like guilty about us not meeting where we are mm-hmm. and talking down to people who we feel like are, aren't meeting up to our standards right. of it so mm-hmm. it, 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 that, that's where the pharisees kind of were
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and that's and when you read that it's like Am I a Pharisee? Correct. <laughs> I might be trying. High yeah. key. Yeah. Or low key. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we we all do it. And um going back to what I was talking about before in this language of perfectionism, they talk about like schemas and how we learn like our language from from these uh these schemas. And they talk about how um we think in terms of flaws, failures, and errors, and we evaluate ourselves and others according to how well we are achieving flawlessness, like you said. Um, they also said that the word, the Greek word um, that's liter- that's being used to, to describe, like, perfect um, it literally means above or beyond the physical. So the word that's being used is, like, not even, you know, something that the Greeks... The philosophers and people who were using this term thought was possible in this realm. They thought it was possible in the heavenly realms, not here. So the fact that we've somehow decided to apply it to ourselves when the concept was never really meant to be applied to us is uh, a little insane. How we got there, um, yeah. Uh, what was the other? What was the other thing? I'm trying to find, flip through, and find my highlights of things that I wanted to bring up. Um, So, yeah, um, like you said, they talk about, you know, how God is not expecting us to, you know, spend our time focusing on what we did wrong, what we did right. Not to say that we shouldn't be trying to, like, do better and make different decisions and, you know, make better choices and whatever the case may be. But, like, our focus should really be on perfecting how we love other people because that's what what God wants us to do. Um and you know they when they talked about, you know, how God in that how Jesus in that scene with the woman who was um who had committed adultery and the Pharisees came and was like she needs to be stoned to death cuz she's an adulteress. And they talked about like how Jesus like got down on her level and I like how they brought that visual together. It's like how Jesus, who is a God who could definitely sit above everybody and judge. He got down on the woman's level and he was like writing on the on in the sand in the sand or whatever on the ground. And he was just saying, hey, well, who here has the right to cast the first stone? And it talked about how he like stood back up, like to address the men. But then he came back down to the woman's level. And I just like the imagery of like, you know, God came back in the form of a human as a child um in the most vulnerable form and like just grew up like us and you know has done all these things to show us that god knows what it's like to be us and you know even though he's god above us he's still god literally with us on the same level as us and can relate to us and so if god is on the same level as i can relate to us why are we giving ourselves why why are we stressing ourselves out over someone who's literally like sitting next to us like girl I get it like I feel you I've been there I got you I understand um and I, I thought that was really uh really powerful in the book um and they also said something that really stuck out to me um you know we as Christians we are like you know we we all you know whether we want to admit it or not have a thorn in our sides like Paul said like there's mm-hmm. there's just something that, you know, we just can't shake. We can't get right with Correct. it, whatever the case may be. And they said, you know, by hating our our weakness, we actually deny Christ access to our hearts. Um, you must be imperfect for Christ to perfect you. So um, that just really stuck out to me because, you know, I think a lot of us are ashamed of our weaknesses and. Yeah. I think we we diminish ourselves a lot because we're ashamed of our weaknesses. But it's like, if you're ashamed of it, like, and you're not even being honest with that, at least God about it, like, how can God do anything about it?
1: And I guess, I guess, I guess, I have a question on this side. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the 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 problem that I guess people have with that mm-hmm. is this um, mindset of I don't want to I. I Understand, not having the shame mm-hmm. of what I am and trying to pre- present myself. understanding that I'm blamed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, have, I have blemishes, mm. but also people have this issue with um, feeling like as a if they're a minister, mm-hmm. they have to show a certain way, right? Um, to show because they feel like as leaders you have to show a certain way and i think that becomes contradict. a lot of people feel like that's a contradictory mm-hmm. concept also and like um we, i've had this conversation with a few people like for instance we talk about it in terms of music artists mm. so like they believe that a music artist is a minister of music mm-hmm. so a minister of music you have to um move a certain way as a minister of music as a minister and that conflicts with um trying to show yourself with blemishes and right and everything like because like like I said there's certain times it, like to you're still going to have weaknesses and everything right. like that so like what where where does that um I guess we, we have to figure out like how, how do you believe that fits in I guess in, in, your, in your mind like, we're not going to solve the problem of course, yeah but like well, how, how do you think that fits in
0: um I I have never subscribed to the idea that the the leader or the pastor, I don't I don't personally personally necessarily look at them as they have to meet some impossible standard of being a certain way. I guess in my mind, I recognize that there are regular people just like me. Okay. they just happen to have a calling or a title to do something. But like I don't Should,
1: should should they live up to a certain standard at all in your mind?
0: <sighs> a part of me wants to say yes because they are charged with leading people and they will be accountable I believe for how they have led those people. Okay. When they meet God on judgment day. But I guess a part of me is like just because someone is called to be a pastor or a singer or whatever they're Problems, issues, weaknesses—whatever you want to call them—don't suddenly disappear now that they're this thing. And so, a part of me is like, I get, like, I guess in some way, I do expect them to be a certain way, or huh, I, I, it it, 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 it's hard. I,
1: yeah, I, the, like, reason, I, the reason why I'm acting saying because it's a hard question it's a hard question because because like and and i think that's where like like,
0: society tells me i'm supposed to expect them to be a certain way but in my logical mind i also recognize that if they were trash before and they were doing trash things before they got called to do blah 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 blah, it didn't automatically disappear so it might manifest again while they are this title of whatever
1: but not even that like let's say they resolved themselves from that trash thing Mm -hmm. and they're they're good with that thing. but I, I I believe that just based off what we're saying, they still have weaknesses.
0: Right, they still have weaknesses. Like they're Correct. not not still weak. They're not not weak because they, they, they're, they're now might have been
1: redeemed from what they've went through, but right. they still have weaknesses. But they still they have weaknesses, be, or might have create or another something, another something else. Might have, might exactly, have exactly. And I and like trying to that navigation, mm. yeah, <laughs> how, how that works, and like.
0: Because at the end of the day, they're still human beings. They are still human beings.
1: And I I guess the um, the concern I think that we we people try to do is trying to figure. Because I think what people try to figure out is where is their heart, right, and everything like that. And the problem is there's no way to know. There's no way to know. It's only it can only be based off of your interpretation of what they're doing. And that's where it comes down to how you choose people in the first place. Mm -hmm. How you choose pastors to be a part of or churches is your interpretation of where their heart is because the only person who knows really where the heart is is that person even if you try to put together you can try to figure out put things together but you might be putting the wrong things together mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> or you might be putting it together and find out that that person is n- might not be for you but that doesn't mean that what they're doing is what, what they're saying is incorrect because like this is this is the question you have to ask Mm -hmm. when you're when you have an issue with somebody who has sung a song who has done a sermon Mm -hmm. who has treated the word are you saying it are you saying that if someone has done something you finally doing something incorrect Mm -hmm. does that mean that whatever they said is thrown out
0: right is that now null and void
1: because we, I, because reason why, because we have no idea how that person was when it was happening. Right. There's a lot of people who like, they were doing, they they might have been messing up at one point, and then something came to them and, and it happened. But are you, are you gauging that based off of they something wrong after or something wrong before?
0: Mm.
1: Like, are you, are you saying that even if, if it's both, this stuff was God not talking to them at that time? Right. Because like, I, I don't, I don't know if I, I agree. Mm-hmm. if like that um, don't happen because I, I know people who were like they were, they were being reckless at the time but they might have been ministers at one time right. at the same time right Um, they were reckless and everything ministers but I believe that God's word won't be tainted mm-hmm. but that person might not make it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, like for me I'm like I do feel like if you are answering the call and you believe you have genuinely been called to preach whatever the case may be like you have to know in the back of your mind somewhere that there is now a brighter spotlight on you and so everything that you are doing or have done is going to come under more severe scrutiny than before and so you kind of have to be mindful of how you conduct yourself correct but I don't I don't think that people should hold you to such a standard that it's unrealistic and that you're not allowed to there's fall. No,
1: there, I don't think there's should be a standard where there's no room for redemption. Where there's
0: no room for redemption. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not saying we should just be, you know, letting people carry on with any old type of malarkey. Like yeah. like, like what Eddie Long had all going on down there at New Birth with shenanigans yeah. and, I, I th- and I think, I think people sh- should have got him out of yeah, there. Yeah, I think we should do, do like... If we he should. kept doing the same nonsense Correct. over and over and over. I,
1: I think there should be room for redemption. Right. There's your only room for redemption with it because I think um, I think I think that's I think that's the the big concern. But, no, no, because I understand because a, a pastor acting crazy can be a stumbling back with somebody else. Like it can a, a be. P- pastor p- Pastor acting crazy has, can make me someone like I don't want to be in church anymore. Right. Like, it, but it, also, it, it but also
0: we have to we have to talk about the the the, the issue of leadership worship and not because people worship their pastor, not God. Correct. And so we have to, that's another thing that we need to kind of tackle in that conversation because people put, honestly, if you have a relationship with God, nothing a, a human pastor does should be enough to sway you away from your relationship with God. Correct. Like I get that you might see some wildness and don't get me wrong. I've been to some churches where I've seen some wildness, some stuff that I've seen leadership do that has made me kind of side eye the whole thing. But like at the end of the day, I just had to kind of go back to what do I know about God for myself? What has God done for me myself? What can I point to on my own and say, you know, this is this is how I know that the God that I believe in is real despite what I see. Happening in front of me with these people.
1: That is correct. My only concern are for the people who are just starting out and they don't have that, yet. right? They, or the people who are like who are trying to figure it out and like right. in the midst of them trying to figure it out, that comes.
0: That, up that's, like, yeah, that's yeah, that's valid because you're true,
1: correct. Once you have a, if the, the stronger you try to create a deeper relationship, mm-hmm. it might become. Um, you should try to create a relationship outside of worshiping a pastor, right? But some people coming in like they're only window to that might be the pastor initially right right that's their, valid their, 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 their initial person like alright this is the person who's the ideal of what a Christian because like sometimes it's not it's not their parents right right so sometimes it's just the pastor right so if, if that
0: and that's what I'm saying going back to just know that now that once you become that and you're in that position correct the, the, the spotlight is on you brighter and so you have to know alright I gotta carry myself in a certain way because there is someone who is like new to the faith that is looking at me to be an example yeah. And and their their salv not their salvation, but their their walk at this point may very well be very dependent on every move I make.
1: Yeah. Like it's like the reason why everybody's upset with forty five. People's upset with forty five because forty five. Be like, because everybody from other countries would look at that and feel like that's how America is. Mm-hmm. and everything. And it like that's 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 how the um we vote for him, so mm-hmm. we, this, so like it. It like people get upset about that because like that's the image that mm-hmm. we have from that. So mm-hmm. like that's that is the image that we that they have mm-hmm. from America <laughs> mm-hmm. that there's a certain way. So like people trying to break that might might be might be an issue. Right, right, right. Um, I think I didn't kind of goes back into the, to the branding. Because, you know, Christian has terrible PR.
0: Where is Olivia Pope? We need to get somebody on the line because it Cause looks you, c- bad.
1: Because you know you have bad, bad PR. Yeah. So, like, so it becomes worse PR when, like, stuff like that happens with um the person that you look to as the ideal. Like, like if something happened with T.D. Jakes, it would mess up a lot of people. Because that's their guiding post of how it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like it's Stay just, out of scandals, T.D. Stay yeah, out of scandals. So it's like it's just certain people are just the guiding post. Right. Of course, I'm sure he has... Um, throwings in his side mm-hmm. that he has to deal with. Yeah, but like it's it's just certain things like he, and that's one of those things like like he, 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 all you can do is hope that he keeps like <laughs> praying to make sure. That right, everything's, right. That's, all you can do is just hope that because right. you know that if something happens, it might hurt a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah. I think he he should ha- like people have faults. They're gonna have faults. Going Absolutely, things are gonna happen. It's just. As a Christian, you just kind of hope that it doesn't happen so, like, other people won't fall because of it. Right. Like, I understand people should not worship him mm -hmm. and everything like that, but some people, that is their guiding post to Christianity. Right,
0: because the thing, the thing, and, you know, I can't fault people for that being their guiding post, so pardon me if I sounded like I was saying that before. I'm, I just, I was just saying it because of my own personal experiences, but I also recognize that for a lot of people, the pastor or the leader that you know is teaching them about the faith is to them in some way the physical manifestation of the god they cannot see not to say that they think that the pastor is god but they see the pastor as a direct channel to god that they can physically see and so that 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 feeling or thought kind of like ties them and their faith walk even more like deeply to the person and so when something do, if something does happen then it kind of Rearranges their whole Correct. thought process. Like even with like the John Gray guy, um, who you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, so but, much I could say, but but but, like,
1: but but even with that, it's the same thing. Like when he was coming in, like everybody was good. Like but like, even with people like that, like you just. You hope that that stuff wouldn't happen, yeah, because you know that when something like that happens, people look at that, right? And that's because, uh, th- like, there because especially if they had a, guy, a certain ideal of him, right? That was like bef- I'm, not, I'm not even talking about people in the church. Mm. I'm talking about more people people outside, outside the church. In. Yeah, yeah. That was their guiding post for him. Like he might have been the guiding post on like modern doing it. So uh, now, like, that's kind of that's hurting. compromised. It's yeah. comp- like So I, I I understand why that is
0: right. And with him, I and I think but too, I, that's still a PR issue. Yeah, and I think too, part of the issue. With a lot of these... And I feel like God be doing this on purpose. They they
1: do. Because... To show show that they're not...
0: Because some of these people be walking around here, like it happened to Ty Tribbett. It's happened to a number of people. where they be walking around here just, like, being the most, like, judgmental and, like, really espousing this language of perfection and acting like, if you're not doing this, then you're just wrong, you're going to hell, you're this, you're that. And, like, you see these things happen to them, and it's just like...
1: Which 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 which, which, which the, why, the, why mm. which why I understand the book because like yeah. I think people who like project that so strongly mm-hmm. God put something in it to show that no you are broken.
0: Yes, you you you, you have flaws, broken. and, and I, I still love you, but and, you have and flaws, that, and you're not gonna get a here. And and that's why like,
1: that's why I kind of understand where the book is and makes sense mm. because like I think that's what happens. Anytime someone tries to show that so strongly, right. God wants to like no. I want you to know that you are broken.
0: Yeah, like God is like I want you to see that you need me. You can preach yeah. about me and sing about me and you, do all this, but if you, in you your are, mind you don't think you need me, we'll be doing. Yeah, you are.
1: You are. I need you to know that you are broken. Yeah, you 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 need me, homie. I need you to know that you are a crack vase. Yeah, <laughs> you're a crackpot. Yeah, right? and you not crackpot, but cracked product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enunciation <laughs> matters because I was like a crackpot. <laughs>
0: crack like, like the drug like, a, like a, jesus how do you get there like i mean people do drugs but like how do we get there i was just, i didn't understand <laughs> but you've cleared it up yes you've cleared it up <laughs> <laughs> cracked clay pot yes yes, <laughs> uh, yes
1: but yes, like yes, understand yes. that you you need to you need um god to help repair you so like i think people need to i think because we, we've seen that non-stop like mm-hmm. people are on the rise people have the, a projection and it sh- shows you're out here
0: talking at cash Ish.
1: I remember um, our previous pastor, Pastor Damon. He used to be like, "Please don't, don't put don't me on no pedestal, pedestal because it's t- it's gonna mess my whole life up." Because like,
0: I'm a regular schmegler dude from the shy. <laughs> because because <laughs> if
1: you put me on the pedestal, God's gonna show make me look crazy because he wants to, you all to see that I'm not right. On the He's like, and
0: I don't want no type of smoke. I'm just trying He's to like,
1: be. Do not put me on the pedestal. I'm just trying to be cool. Y- y'all gonna mess me up? Keep putting me on the right, pedestal. Right,
0: like just like <laughs> let let me be great. And I appreciated his concerted effort. <laughs> For people to not put him on the pedestal.
1: He's like, y'all going to mess me up. Don't do it.
0: He, he was not. Like, that man, you could be throw that man a celebration, okay? He wanted <laughs> no part. He didn't want no parts of no over. Because you know us black church people, we are over the top with a pastor celebration. I've been to a few. Yeah. And I'm just past like anniversary, this, all that stuff. I'm yeah. like, this is hashtag the most. Yeah, every
1: past anniversary, he was like, we're not doing nothing.
0: Like, it would just be <laughs> like, like if we legit have food, it was like a big, a big thing. Yeah. Because I, I remember one year we didn't do nothing because he was like, I don't want. Yeah, he's I like don't want He's going to go out hand. and
1: talk to the community. you' gonna do
0: right. Like we're like he did not want all of that because it gets to be like that's where it starts teetering into that like correct and he, pastor worship weirdness. And it's just like nah. Yeah,
1: so like so like I, I I I believe what he was saying. He was like he's basically saying like when we put that on the pastor, it kind of it it kind of like makes those cracks in in the pastor because right. it wants to show the people that he's flawed. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Because because they're they're already dealing with their own like issues and insecurities. And just like I said, just because you're a pastor or a leader doesn't mean that you're suddenly like fixed and you don't have issues anymore. Yeah. Who knows what like insecurities these like TD Jakes and other people like that run around with every day? Who knows what things they're dealing with, like in their personal who knows what's going on that kind of eats away at their like confidence and self-esteem and feeling like they're a good Christian, like, you know how many pastors I've heard talk about how they was going through something and they was preaching every Sunday, but didn't believe nothing they were saying? Yeah. Like, that's real. And so I think we have to just kind of cut them some slack. I'm not saying, you know, just be having people out here doing any, any old thing and not like holding people accountable for what we know, and what they're teaching us is like, bad behavior but at the same time we got to recognize that the at the end of the day when they go home there is still John there's still Mark They're still they are still them their regular selves when service ends on Sunday and they go home they still got to go home and deal with the spouse they got to go home and deal with kids they got to deal with bills like they are just like us they just have a different calling on their life to do something that's a little bit more visible than some of us might and so we gotta we gotta like stop with this like this idea that they have to be perfect and then by them being perfect we are like uh aspiring to be perfect like they are like none of us yeah
1: and like like i I said, perfect in
0: the i don't have flaws sense not perfect in the the way that god wants us to according to the book is which is you know to be loving to all people all the time so yeah
1: That is just our thoughts on it.
0: Yes, Um, we're definitely very interested to get some feedback about this and hear what other people's thoughts are about this. Because you know, this has been a good read. Like at first, when the people who sent us the book were like, "Can you like review our book?" I was kind of like, "Oh God, it's about to be some some shenanigans." But actually, it's been (laughs) really—it's been a real good book, really good, really thought-provoking. I can't wait to read the rest of it and like talk about it on the next uh, podcast. But it's really been, you know. It's really got me to thinking yeah. a lot about, like, changing how I think and changing how I talk with regards to, like, myself and, like, people and how I how I look at stuff. Because if I'm spending all this time pointing out other people's flaws and worrying about it, like, when do I have time to love? Correct. Which is what I'm supposed to be doing, like, anyway. Yeah. Like, when do I have time for that? Like, I'm spending all this time worrying about stuff that doesn't matter and isn't my business and isn't something I can do anything about. Work. So. For it. yeah so yeah um looking forward to your thoughts and we definitely look forward to continuing the conversation on this book next week because yeah. these chapters sound lit
1: they do they sound really good I'm, I'm glad I'm sure it'll be it'll go well
0: yes for sure um, um yeah so what else we got on the talk? Yet? I wrote it so I should know but yes I don't know uh yeah so oh, green sugar oh we skipping music spotlight
1: oh that is, that is next.
0: Yes. So music spotlight. <laughs> um, this is, is Mark's great. pick, so I'm gonna Mark take this one away. Take it away. Take it away, No. Take it away. That song is actually about taking away imperfection. That's cool. Kind of interesting, that that's what I. She Mm-hmm. I was just saying you more know, likely take it away, as opposed to what I did. But you know, whatever. Word. So Andre 3000, you have heard of. He is um, half of the diamond selling the only diamond selling hip-hop duo to do it outcast um i believe andre 3000 is the gemini of the group big boy is the aquarius of the group because they had an album out called Aquemini way back when um and uh that was what they happened on so funny story i actually saw andre 3000 like what a couple summers ago two three summers ago i was brunching at this place called angel in harlem angel of harlem with my friend janelle hey janelle and um outside it was like summertime it was like around this time actually we were sitting outside and on the sidewalk eating and we see this guy walk up and we're like that looks like andre 3000 but it was like why the hell would andre 3000 be over here
1: yeah Bray lives in in the city yeah apparently
0: like you don't know what he's doing but apparently he'd just be like walking on the streets in manhattan like he's not him he doesn't walk with the security. He doesn't do any of that. He just walks around like a regular schmegler, degler guy. And sometimes he'll stop and take pictures and talk to people. You say like it's not him. Like, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's the beauty of New York. It's like a lot. Of, like, they, like, they're just, you know, regular people. I'm like, well, you, you know, I'm 2000. Like, do you know that you're you? Do you know? Do you know? But yeah, so he like walked up with his girlfriend um, and had brunch and they sat him other side of the patio. So like I think where I was sitting, I could kind of see him from where I was. And uh, people, he took pictures with a couple of people that were over there. I didn't want to because I don't know. I feel weird about like going up to celebrities, disturbing them from from, like, because I'm sure like being a celebrity looks like no fun. Like when it comes to just trying to like do regular things like go to the supermarket, like people be doing the most. Like, and it's just, because I work in the city, and so I, I've seen a few um, celebrities in my day. And there's, like, a school near my job, and um, I've seen Liev Schreiber, um, the actor. I've seen uh, Bethany Frankel from Warehouse Wives in New York. They they live around me. Aziz Ansari lives around me. Word. I've seen Tay Diggs. He works out at the gym by me. Like, just mad. I've seen Anne Hathaway. Like, there's people that are around there, and so they send their kids to like the public school that's right there. You be seeing like people outside with the cameras taking photos. Sometimes I'm like, can these people just go pick their kids up? Why well, gotta be? <laughs> they just they are just here for after school pickup. I don't understand why y'all got to be over here doing all of this. So yeah, I, I can completely see why being a celebrity would be unfun. But yeah, Andre 3000, he just walks around the city. Super. He seems like a super cool guy. Um, he acting work um he's just he's very very talented um but he for some reason just will not give us an album he
1: just he, just, yeah. he won't so he's, he's been out for a while I, I do want to highlight that big boy is fly also I don't want listen. to listen I don't want to because people try to like dismiss big boy as like just like the secondary member and like, everything like no big big boy is fly
0: Oh, no, listen. So that, I, I, I don't point that. out. That, uh, I, I, that, I just want to point that out. Yeah, that big boy yeah. album is vicious lies and something or another was good. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I, I do want to give that give mm-hmm. that uh, highlight before I continue. Yes, the Iron 3000 is just different for me. Yes, <laughs> like he's he's like one of those aliens of hip hop, who just understand who, who like his words. Like he he'll put a verse on a song and change the whole dynamic of a song.
0: Right. Like, the, what was it? Um, that uh, Anderson Pack song. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, what is he hearing? The flow that he's doing, <laughs> like I don't understand, like what he heard and how he ended up on he's, that flow. He's, he's he's an alien. And then I'm like, but the beat don't. It's not even doing that. Like, what do you what do you yeah. hear?
1: Like he he he's an alien. with words And like like even like and he
0: also did that. Like he did a, a like a sneak on um um this Frank uh, Ocean called solo. Yeah. Like listen, literally, it's not credited. It's just like you're listening to the Frank Ocean album. They be like, wait a minute, is it Andre 2000? It sure is.
1: Yeah. The, the fun I think the funniest part I think like around like the early two thousands when like there was like the crunk era and everything like that, he would go on like songs and like be inspirational on like crunk songs. Like he was like inspirational on, like throw some D's like
0: walk it out. <laughs> walk it out like can't be the king of the parking lot forever. I said, come on. <laughs> I was like come on, be Andre. inspirational
1: on like these crunk, these like <laughs> these ratchet songs. Like it is fantastic. <laughs> like I think I think like that part was kinda when everybody was like yo, what is he what's happening? <laughs> like
0: three stacks is not playing with you girls.
1: Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh you, you talk about that as you want. Cool. Don't be, I'm going to just do this, though. Right. <laughs> I said, okay, gonna you, you just going to do what you want to do. Okay. <laughs> he's like, y'all can talk about Walk It Out. Cool. I'm talk about what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's <laughs> right. fine. And that's fine. You and his verse on Walk It Out was fly. Verse on Thousand Ds was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Big famous verse on International Plays Anthem. Yes. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's, he's got great things. Like um the album... um. Love Below was like a big thing when it came out. Um, but it came out with Speaker Box. Uh The album um Idlewild was crazy.
0: Mhm. I used to have that uh, like a physical copy of that album. Yeah, I don't that, know where that, this the
1: Idlewild album. Um, and then he's like, he just came out of nowhere with random features. Ever since then, like mm-hmm. random features, like I'm a feature on this, and then I'm back out. I'm a feature on this, and I'm back out.
0: <laughs> right. Like he just legitimately refuses to just give us a body of work. Yeah.
1: He was like. I think he's saying, but it's
0: a great marketing strategy because whenever we see him featured on something, we are certainly flocking. Now, see, that's an artist you add to your (laughs) to your album that people will be like, "Well, sis, let me get into what you're doing over here." Huh? (laughs) Three stacks on that? No, that ain't no problem. I I, I bought a single, ain't no problem. (laughs) Yeah, three thousand is a cheat code if you're trying to sell some records and get some people to listen. He is a cheat code because people are like, "Sis, he don't give us nothing. He give us two verses a year."
1: People just this phenom for three (laughs) thousand words. I don't know
0: why he won't respect us and just give us an album. Like I don't know what no, his problem is. is. feeling like, oh, we you
1: got a verse. Yeah. Like at <laughs> least it's almost like, so how do you how do you even get in contact with him? How, how does that how is that a thing?
0: Right. Like who do you talk to to get Andre <laughs> 3000 to do? Because I feel like he doesn't. He's very discriminate about who he does features for. Yeah. So like I feel like there's a very short list of people who can call him and he'll be like, all right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here. I, I I whatever I'll I'll come through and do what you need me to do. You know what i need in my life i need a jay-z andre 3000 song there was one where
1: um he did one for um that was back in like um the album
0: after black album okay with well that he that, did that, one? he did he did with that that i need it now <laughs> i, need, I now. need a 2019 <laughs> situation jay-z three stacks yes i need that in my life like just yeah. bar I pra- me to death
1: barely three stacks is going around like playing flute in like philly
0: that's fine. Just randomly playing the flute. Yes. Just Around like playing the flute in Philly. It's like, weird. is he at festivals? Is he at concerts? Or is he just like standing on the street he's, playing the flute? He's
1: on the street playing flute.
0: Yes. He is so weird. <laughs> he's so weird. So <laughs> weird. But I think I think that's what allows him to make the type of music he makes to be so good at it because he's weird, and yeah. he's okay but, with but being you, weird. But you
1: can be weird, and everyone's like, "That's yeah, cool," <laughs> because like, if you give me the verse, you can do whatever you want. That's cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm okay with it.
0: Uh, help him, Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the the story says I need three thousand has been spotted playing the flute all over America.
0: That's fine. That's that's fine. If that's what he wants to do, <laughs> who who are me to tell him? I don't know. Just,
1: as long as you keep doing verses, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Whatever. That's just, fine. Just keep just keep giving his verses.
0: That's fine. So this quote that I'm reading has me dying. Apparently, he was a, uh, a vegan for like 15 years, but like he gave it up like five years ago. He mm-hmm. said, I was a hardcore vegan for 15 years. I've even done raw. But base, but socially it became horrible. I was just sit, I was kind of just sitting at home eating a salad. You become mean. That's not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that made me laugh so hard. Because he was
1: like, it was vegan school, and I was like,
0: eh, I think I'm just angry all the time. I'm hungry. Because when I say when I read he was a vegan, I said, but he was definitely at the brunch eating non-vegan food. So when did he? I was like, oh okay, he stopped being a vegan like five years yeah, ago. 20, that makes sense.
1: 2014. He was like, all right. That's I'm enough like, of that. I think I think I'm hungry yeah i think i think i'd like to eat some food no shade to the vegans but um i think i think i'm hungry i'm gonna i'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna shut this down for a little bit yeah get some food yeah i'm getting some food I feel, I feel like give me a burger right like
0: hopefully he didn't transition like right into a burger yeah, but you know yeah, he's stomach to messed up but yeah, yeah. for a
1: while <laughs> real quick yeah, yeah let me
0: just start see where it goes um but yeah but i'm not i'm not gonna do it i'm i'm, I'm angry but yeah, his his vocal ability is, like, insane. I think you consider him to be one of your top five?
1: Yeah, he's he's my top five. Yes. He's definitely my top five um, artist. I think I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Because um, my, my top five include, like, Black Thought, 3000, um, Jay-Z. I have my thought. I put it.
0: You wrote it down somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Royce. Royce? Okay, yes. You did say Royce, the five nine.
1: Yeah. It was somebody else.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna need him to give me give me some, some, some work, Mr Mr. Andre three thousand. But you know, get into him. Listen to his music. Yeah, and if, maybe if, if we if harass him enough he'll give us maybe he won't treat us like, like uh Rihanna. I know you said I always bring her up. Yeah. But um, For um for
1: <laughs> for my friends who who um who I I realized some of my friends they they don't really they don't really get into hip hop. I three thousand he'll give it a verse and make everything better. Someone pointed out. He will, he will. So like even if you like he like, brings uh, up
0: the market value of a song tremendously. Yeah, even if
1: you look at a song like oh this song is trash, hundred three thousand you're like oh look, skip the skip everything else and go to the 3, verse you're like oh this is this, this is, is all right this, this is, is all right
0: this is this is cool. change the whole
1: trajectory of the song.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what I thought it was interesting that Anderson Pack opened Ventura with that because I was like because you knew that Oxnard top garbage and we were not gonna sit around here and play with you, <laughs> if you didn't give us real heat on Ventura. But he opened it up with the Andres. He said I said well alright I guess I'll. Oh, so. oh. I'll right. tune in. I'll see. I'll see where this goes. Let's see what's happening. Yeah, he got a full album spin out of me. Like Venture is actually way better. So yeah, go on. Yeah. On there, three thousand. You know, just out here doing his community service and helping to get yeah. people's get people's lives on track.
1: Just as FYI, top five, no particular order. Um, JG, D Three Stacks, Black Thought, Most Def, Royce the Five Nine.
0: I'm trying to figure out what my my top five is. How am about to
1: say. Do, you, do I know your top five? Uh, Hip hop specifically.
0: Hip hop specifically top.
1: No particular order though. No
0: particular order I think Andre 3000 is on there Um, I would also add to that
1: I know TI is probably on there for TI you
0: TI is for you. one of my personal faves Who else
1: you listen to all the time? Um, I hmm,
0: I'm
1: what, do you, what, do you, what do you look for in terms of because like I know, I know you like certain artists, but I'm, J
0: Cole is on there. Okay,
1: I think yeah, you 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 started like being a, a a Cole Knight. Is that is that what they call Cole Knights? I don't know. I, I don't know what they call. I, them. I think I made it up completely. What,
0: up. Whatever part of the stand team, what, whatever part of the stand team, whatever it's called, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm called a member Cole Knights. I'm a, I'm, I'm you're, you're, you're a are Cole Knight. That's fine. I'm a member of whatever stand team they have. Cole Knights. Um. I. Hmm. So three
1: stacks ti Cold Um,
0: I'm trying to think, like who else.
1: Yeah. like, have to, have to, like any, anybody who's like been around for a little longer. Um. I. Who like people who like if they put out something you're gonna go listen to it. You're like, all right, I know it's gonna be good.
0: Okay, I'm gonna check to it out. will see what they're doing. Um I don't know. Doesn't right, well, like I well, don't well. I like Jay Z, but I don't wanna say Jay Z because I feel like that's cliche. Like everybody has Jay Z as their in that's,
1: that's right. completely not true.
0: I feel like a vast majority of people have Jay Z as their people over one of tw- their top people class. Over,
1: over like twenty seven, twenty eight, but that's not true. You don't that's, you don't think so? Not not under twenty seven, twenty eight, no.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would have to think about about the other the other folks and come back to you on that one.
1: Like people who like who grew up with certain hip hop, they like they'll put them in. Like you know, people always put like the Jay Z, Nas, Biggie, Tupac mm-hmm. on top top four, but that's not people who are younger. Yeah, them in. like that that that's that's slightly phasing out because they don't they didn't grow up with them.
0: Right. I'm like uh, okay. Uh, like
1: people put Wayne there. Before they put, yeah, certain people, because okay. they grew up a little way.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay, little way in school but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that hard. Um, yeah, I, I have to think about that and figure out. Okay. Who else I would I would add to that? Because you got me thinking now.
1: We'll come back.
0: We will. We will. We will right. come back. Where we at? We will come back. What's next? We will come back. We will come back. Ooh. all right yeah, yeah keep going okay sorry i'm i'm carrying on with the shenanigans um so next,
1: we'll go back next big, next big thing again yeah okay so next big thing what's a good show dame dash is cool yeah like.
0: So on bet it's like making the band light um it's well not a band but you know it's like you know a button
1: like, i'm so ready for making the band i just i just want to put that out there i'm so ready
0: mark has been talking about this <laughs> I'm all so ready. week long
1: well, wait, i was mad height making the band yeah and i i didn't mention, put it on here, but mention the band. I'm, I'm hyped for digging the band because Diddy's antics make everything better.
0: Yeah, he got to relax. He got to relax. <laughs>
1: Diddy's <laughs> like, antics make everything better. Like, I think Diddy's antics are fantastic because, like, I think his antics showed that, like, there was some crazy stuff that happens in the industry. And people, like, were really having you do crazy stuff back then also. But they also had, like, freestyle battles because mm-hmm. he's from a different en- I remember they had the freestyle battles and, like, they had the singles and everything. Like, you didn't deny that the um, people that they chose were talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, have, I was having a conversation. Like, I think people should learn on how to operate mm-hmm. on under Diddy's label, though. Yeah. Because, like, this is what Diddy would do. And then we'll get into um mm-hmm. next big thing. Mm-hmm. Diddy will go hard. Get your name out there before you put a single out. Mm-hmm. That's what the band was. Get, go hard, get your name out, get your name out. Get that first single out, have that single chart, and then he backs away.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: like, "You got the rest." And it's like And so he's like, so you you if you're going to be a diddy, you need to have a separate manager. Right. That's number 1. Right. To someone to manage what's going on. Right. Because he's going to ba- he's going to like get you that first single, get you the hype, and then he's like, "All right, do the work now." Mhm. Because I, I think someone, like, I think someone from, um, from, um, Danny Kane was telling Wendy Williams, mm-hmm. and was saying the same thing. Yeah. I, like, I heard, like, that happened, um, recently, what she was saying, how, um, he blames Diddy for her career, and, and Wendy Williams was like, nah, he gave you the first single, from there, it's on you. hmm And, like, I don't disagree. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know how, I don't know how he comes off. Right. I don't know if he comes off as of saying, I'm gonna work with you throughout the whole process. Right, and then, like, backpedals. Yeah. Yeah. But, but. Just if, if if that's not how he comes off, if because but he's he's done that consistently though. Right, and he's consistently done for each artist go hard that first single, and then like he backs off like, all right, the rest is up to you.
0: And at this point, it's like if you're gonna sign to him, you have to kind of go into it knowing that that's what it is. That's what's gonna happen. And if, if you if, if, if you you're, don't know,
1: then you you just playing games.
0: Yeah, like you just playing you just playing yourself at this point. <laughs> if you're if you're like, signing with him, not knowing that did, that's did how it's
1: going. to be. Get all the dollars be about that first single because after the first single, he backing away. You gotta figure it out. Right.
0: That's it, pretty much.
1: You got to figure it out. Figure out how to make it work. That's it. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Back to this next big thing show. So they had like, uh, they've had, I think it's like two or three episodes now. So they started off with like 20 people. They narrowed it down to 10. So they got a couple singers, a couple rappers. Um, There's this guy that's on there, Duran, that annoys Mark. Um, I follow him on Instagram. He's a really good singer. Um, He actually sings backup for Erykah Badu. He's he's, he's gone now. Who's garbage? He's gone? They kicked him off the show? No, not Duran. No, they kicked off um, Juvenile Son. Yeah. Yeah, Juvenile Son was on there, but they kicked him off the show because... Yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> the show's pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. It's a very interesting mix of artists that they have um, in the mix. And um, I said mix of artists in the mix. There's an interesting mix of artists they have on the show. They've got like people who can kind of sing and rap. There's like a guy on there whose name I can't remember, but he's like, I think he's from like Virginia or something like that. And he sings and he raps and I really, really like his voice. Um, they have this girl on there, Avalon. She's pretty good. Um, they also have this, um, girl named Young Yella, I think her name is, or Little Yella, something like that. She's a rapper in this climate as a female rapper. But yeah, it seems like a really good show. Um, having Dame Dash on there is interesting, because Dame Dash is like, I, I appreciate, but I'm also nervous about the fact that Dame Dash is Dame Dash from, like, 95. Um, I appreciate it's this long, but also, like, I don't know if this is a sustainable strategy, but, um... <laughs> you know he he keeps it 100 with the contest- contestants um to the point of just like being outright ignorant sometimes but you know sometimes you just need to say what you need to say so you know i'm i'm enjoying it so far i i I don't i really don't have any idea at this point who i think is going to win the show so it'll be very interesting to see um how it all plays out over the next couple of weeks they had um Joe Budden come in and do a um what's the word i'm looking for do a uh, training or coaching with them about um, how to participate in a cipher. A cipher. Yeah. yeah, which was kind of interesting because, you know, you don't really think of that as being something that you may have to do like when you're in a group setting, but you know, it, I think it, it helps you to develop thinking quickly on your feet and kind of finding your place very quickly because you don't really have a lot of time to think like when you're in a cipher. It's like okay, this person's going and then like Okay, I might be next, so I got to be ready. So, like, you know, it was a little challenging for some of them. But, like, the, the second group, the one with the girl that had the purple hair, like, their individual, what you call it, were kind of, their individual performances were kind of iffy. But I did like their um, harmony when they were singing. Like, the four of them who were singing that, like, you know, refrain or whatever was killing it. I was like, come, yeah, come through harmony, really give, li- give life. But, you know, individually, um, um, it was a little hit or miss. Word. Mostly miss. But yeah, it's a good show. I'm excited. I'm gonna keep watching. because um, they 'cause they're gonna have Tamar. Oh my god. I was seeing I was watching the preview and I don't know what they were doing, but Tamar Braxton said, Our pitches are not in agreement or something like that. <laughs> and I think I stopped breathing <laughs> and just slid down slid down the couch I was sitting on. I was like, Did she just say our pitches aren't in agreement? I said, You know what, Miss Braxton? They might
1: they might not be in agreement, I guess. You know what Miss Braxton? I guess no. they were in agreement.
0: No ma'am, no ma'am. But, I mean, I understood what she was saying because I heard it right before. she. I heard what they was doing before she said it, and I was like, ooh, that don't sound attractive. Um, but for somebody to tell somebody, they pitch is not overlord. Oh I just, I couldn't. I couldn't. And, y'all, if you watch Braxton Family Values or you've watched anything with Tamar Braxton on it, you know how she is. So the look on her face when she said it, like, just took me out. I couldn't even, I couldn't even take it. It was too much for me. But, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good show going forward. Um, speaking of BET, like, I feel like I've been giving a play this week because um for some reason it it was on and I was like, "Well, I'm going to watch." Um and they had three episodes out so far. It hasn't been bad. Um the first episode was called Brothers and it had um uh Elijah Kelly who um did uh he who was he he was Ricky Bell in the new edition movie and uh Thomas Jones. He was on um what's that show? Was it being Mary Jane? I think he was on Being Mary Jane. I think he was the football player with the concussion that she was uh allegedly um having the sex with um in the but not allegedly it was in the it was in the season we saw it um that she was dealing with he was her like side piece in like the first season I think when um she was still living in California. Okay. Um but he uh he used to play football now he's an actor for real. But anyway, um the, those two were in the uh in that first episode and like Drea was the love interest and yada 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 um cynthia bailey from real housewives of atlanta was on there too she died spoiler alert um well i guess i spoiled it and then told you it was an alert. so whatever she died um <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a back spoiler i know i know I was like whatever i already told um but the people were kind of like over it because drea was in it and people don't see it for drea which is fine And then um, the episode was called, I think it was Kanye debuting some new song with him and Charlie Wilson, and that was kind of like the promo for it. (laughs) Whatever. The brother's song was fine, but I think we as a community are tired of Mr. West, so we don't care about anything that he does. Word. And then the second episode was based off of this, um, what them boys' name? The Migos and um, Gucci Gucci Mane song called Slippery. That episode I actually did enjoy. Um, They had my guy um, from... Why Did I Get... Steve Steve Harris, I think is his name, um, from Why Did I... Not Why Did I Get Married, but Dia's... Uh, uh, what was that Madea movie? The one with Kimberly Elise, where he was being mean to her. had a side woman and got shot, and then she took care of him. Um, family Reunion? No. no. The Family Reunion was the one with Lynn Um Diary of a Mad Black Woman, that's what it's called. And then they had... The third one had um, Boo Boo Kitty, a.k.a. Grace Byers. She's the main character, and like, she found out that her mama wasn't her mama potential spoiler alert and um it was good so the point is Irv Gotti has been doing some good stuff with these tales so far cause I think I watched the last season of them and they were pretty good so I'm, I'm liking what I see so far so that's what we got going on over here that's what we're watching on TV um if there are any new shows out that you think we would like let us know cause you know we always looking for some new stuff to get into Um, and then instead of doing like a this week in random, we decided to kind of do something a little different and do like a goals evaluation for 2019 because we're a little over halfway through 2019. And I'm sure we, you know, either intentionally or unintentionally, um, set some goals for ourselves for 2019. So, and I want to talk about like where we are in that process as we're like in the month of July. So Mark, do you want to share like a goal or two that you had for this year and like where you are with that? Well, I'm, I wanted to start you off
1: with this podcast. That's kind of where I really wanted to do this Aww. year. That's I really wanted to make sure you had this podcast platform Aww. and get that off. So that's kind of like where my energy is now. Um, I, f- I fell back a little bit to on think my... I
0: almost threw you away. All right. Let me stop this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was serious though. You don't, you do think it's a game. I'm
1: a serious. Um, We, um, I f- I fell back on like what I wanted to do a little bit with the um business, and I kind of revamped how I'm going to operate it mm. for the purpose of making sure that your platform is strong. You're so, so like sweet I've I've, you. I've kind of been like revamping everything for that reason. So like I want that that I I think I wanted you to have something Cause this 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 thing is always going to be yours. This is going to be yours. It's so, mine.
0: It's mine forever.
1: That's fine. I want, no. I, want, I, want, I want this to be your your thing that you have, is, is this right Oh So that's, that's that's kind of what I wanted to make sure. You had this. So wherever you want to take it, we'll work it out from there.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. Thank okay. you. I love you. You're so, great.
1: Thank you. Love you, too.
0: Okay. Cool. Just wanted to make sure you said that. So, um, <laughs> Mark is so tired of me, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, I appreciate that. I didn't know that that was, like, a goal of yours, so I learned something new today. That's super cool, do you have any like other goals like related to like yourself um that you're like working on or so I have, have a, changed or trying, or like
1: so I had a book i i put together you do i i the funny thing is book. i finished i finished most of the book before my daughter was born. only thing I had to do was the preface. The problem is and and how prefaces work um things have been a lot different in my life since my daughter was born so even like whatever concept i had for a preface has changed because mm-hmm. my mindset has changed mm-hmm. so like i have to change the preface so like now i'm trying to create a preface based off of how i feel now about the book which mm-hmm. is different right so it's I, I gotta now put it together like so there's like a two year gap now almost two yeah, year gap yeah, between yeah yeah that now so like now i gotta put that together yeah, and everything and I, and I also gotta like go through the poems again to make sure like everything makes, still makes sense
0: right because you had like a, a flow of like yeah. based on like, how I felt a suite of topics I guess that yeah. you had like kind of coupled together
1: so yep yeah. so I'm trying to bring that together okay so that's uh, those are I'm trying to like work on that um, I want to still get to having events but I'm thinking we'll we can work more trying to do that um, I'm trying to figure out how that will operate Mm-hmm. But um, and we want to get some t-shirts.
0: Word merch.
1: Um, we have we have we have the t-shirt ideas already in there. We're just trying yeah. to figure out how we're going to market it. Yeah, yeah. We already have the t-shirt ideas um, put together. <laughs> yeah, really they're already
0: it. like designed. They literally just need to be ordered and printed.
1: Yeah, and I figure out how we're going to market that first. Um, and hopefully you'll, you'll 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 purchase some of the t-shirts we
0: got. Yes, support us eventually right. please be back of you yeah. we're well, not we're well, not word, word, bag. Word. bag is bag is dramatic um yeah cool cool yep any anything else any other any other things
1: um that's it for now, okay, how about you
0: um for me um, I think one of my goals this year was to advanced professionally in the field I work in because I felt like not that I had been stagnant but like I was bored to death like I was doing a job that is by nature in some ways very robotic um and repetitive and um you know while there are things new things to learn and things like that it just your day-to-day becomes very like routine And I think because I am a little bit more of a, you know, big picture dreamer, spontaneous type of person, I felt like I needed something a little bit more, like something that was a little more challenging and something where I had a little bit more autonomy to like make things happen and have influence on making things happen. And so, you know, I I earnestly this year started really, like, looking for a new job because I was just like, this one ain't it necessarily. And I mean, it was a great work environment, love the people, blah, blah, blah. But it just was not facilitating the professional growth I wanted for myself. So um, I worked on that. And I can say proudly that I actually achieved that goal because I started Mm -hmm. a new job in May. Um, it's literally across the hall from the old job so I kind of feel like I didn't really leave but I left Um, and it's been going well so far and it's kind of giving me the types of challenges and things that I really need Um, (laughs) um, another goal that I've had for myself this year is to be to be more present um, in the moment of things that are happening like with my family and with like the people around me, I feel like a lot of times I'm I'm so worried about you know like the next thing, and I'm I I I overthink things to death. Like I've talked myself out of so many things simply because I've like overthought it to death, and um, it's been a challenge for me. To, I feel like I looked back and felt like I wasn't really enjoying. Moments, because I was, like, worrying about, like, the future. Okay. And, you know, I feel like I've tried to... I'm still working on it, um, but I'm trying to be more appreciative of and be more present with what's happening in the moment and not worrying about, like, what's next. Because I realized at some point that, like, I had memories of things, but memories in such a way like I was watching it, not like I was actually a part of what was going on it's like I need to just stop being so stressed out and impressed about what parts of my life need aren't to be perfect or need to be improved or don't make me happy or whatever and just kind of be more appreciative and, and present with what is in front of me right now Yeah, So yeah. I, that's, I, I definitely that's, understand that that's been you know something I've been working on for 2019 I mean I still have moments where I just get a little you know sad or whatever but i'm really trying to because i'm like you know i look at my daughter and i'm like she's almost two years old and i'm like i don't want to feel like i have missed out on parts of her life by being focused on stuff that i honestly can't do anything about correct like in the moment and i feel like even with you know me and you you know we both can overthink some stuff and be you know very easily. Very easily. And, you know, I think we we kind of have had to make a, a, an effort to be more appreciative of each other and, you know, our relationship and kind of nurturing that in spite of all of the other, like, adult, quote-unquote, responsibilities that we have because it can be very overwhelming. And so, you know, I just, I just – yeah, that's been my goal for this year is to just be more present and be – more um content with what's okay. my current situation in life. That's awesome. So yeah, that's 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 where I've been for 2019.
1: Anything any goals you have outside of
0: that? Um I want to <laughs> I want to get back into like doing something like I don't want to say just for me, but like doing something that I really genuinely enjoy doing because I don't feel like I do that. Like, yeah, I genuinely genuinely enjoy podcasting. Like, This is a ton of fun, but I feel like I used to like sing and do stuff and I don't do any of that anymore. And I don't know why I don't.
1: Um, So I would like to
0: get back. I would like to get back into doing something that's sort of like a release cuz I enjoy doing podcasting but podcasting is work in a sense. Correct. It's not necessarily a release cuz I got there's a lot of thinking that's involved in putting this together. Like it sounds like Mark and I are just coming up here and talking, which we kind of are, but we kind of got to think about and strategize and whatever before we do it. Yeah. And so I kind of want to get into something. It doesn't have to be singing necessarily, but something where I can just Relax, I guess, and just do something enjoyable without it having to have like an outcome. Correct, and I, I think that's um, we can talk
1: about that because we had a conversation about that before in terms of what your view of singing. If you are singing, if you feel singing as work, then it's different. Or if you have a distressing thought pattern about the singing, then it becomes different. Yeah. So we we talked about it before. We we can elaborate that on another time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. That's, that's where
1: we'll, I am. We'll work that out.
0: Word right. to big bird.
1: So let's go into BLM T Tips and get out of here.
0: Yes, T Tips, T Tips, T Tips.
1: All right. So this one is about personalization. Um, try to make sure your marketing is personalized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to have personalized um, marketing. Um, when I say that, it's like that doesn't just mean like when you're saying something out, just have their name up there. Mm-hmm. But just try to figure out what people are looking for and personalize what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, um, personalizing people at colleges they might look for something different mm-hmm, <laughs> than mm-hmm. someone who's working right now gotcha so like you might want to make sure that what they're look what they're looking for they're more inclined to look at
0: right so tailoring to your audience exactly mm-hmm.
1: so um I think that being more personal and trying to figure out what your audience needs you can do it that way you can you can find that out a lot through um Google analytics, analytics. Google Analytics a lot of times can kind of cater to see, like, the people, the audience that's coming in, what are, they, what are their interests are. Mm-hmm. So I think finding out those interests can kind of, like, oh, a lot more people are looking for this. Let's try to cater towards those interests. Mm-hmm. So personalization makes sense because things that people care about, people are more inclined to look for it. Like, you got to find out what those interests are, though.
0: Word. All right. Word.
1: It's real, real quick. Um, Anything else?
0: No, I think that's it. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. We <laughs> you know what song just popped in my head? What? Jenny from the block. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm going to be mature one of these days. It's not <laughs> we'll, going to be today. We'll move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Used to have a little, now I have a lot. No matter where I go, I know where I came from. No? the The judgment right now. I just had to get it out. It's in my head now. Word. You didn't. You didn't. Okay.
1: I don't know if I like if if anything JLo related I will ever go to ever.
0: Never. You hear me? Whether Never. she's
1: acting or singing. I, I, have, I have zero interest ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I have zero interest in anything she does ever.
0: Yeah, like I'm not really like heavy <laughs> on her. Like, don't get me wrong. Like that Made in Manhattan movie, great, love it. I will still watch it time and time again. I will not. But, I mean, it's not for you. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make it for you, in all honesty. But um, yeah, like she's not on my list of celebrities that I'm like, oh J Lo's in that. Like, no, that's never. It's never how I'm gonna gonna approach that. Like, never. I'm not hating on her. I'm not shading. I just don't. Yeah. Word. She's not. I'm not flocking to see her, her things. But you know, kudos. Secure your bags. Okay. Go get the money. Go get the money. All right. Go get the money. Go get
1: the money. But we're gonna get out of here.
0: Yes, we're gonna go get out of here. Yes. We're gonna man.
1: catch you later.
0: Yes. Word. What he um, said. Grace and
1: peace. <laughs>
0: not grace and peace. You know, churchy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we did have a very churchy discussion. So yeah, I guess I'm we like, should I'm like, close wait, it with
1: why, why not grace and peace? All
0: right. Well, let's let's hit him with a benediction. Okay. <laughs> Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Until next time, podcast friends, we bid you adieu. Adieu. yeah boy yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the all love no fear podcast hey it's hey. the all love no fear podcast hey, check hey, us out hey. it's the all love oh no fear podcast. Podcast, podcast uh-huh uh-huh all love oh no fear podcast